You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Good morning and welcome to Focus on the Liturgy, an element of programming of Catholic Chicago here on 7.50 a.m. I am Todd Williamson from the Office for Divine Worship with the Archdiocese of Chicago. And I'm Timothy Johnston with Liturgy Training Publications. And we are coming to you on Facebook and YouTube as well um, during this last week of October. Uh, coming, coming down, Timothy, to the last number of weeks of the liturgical year. Yeah, it's so crazy how fast uh, the year has gone, and, and this is a really great, uh, unique time in the church's calendar as we, we come to an end. We're wrapping up our liturgical year. I find it, I find it very interesting, and I find it, um, I find it a, a bit profound. For those of you who do listen uh, regularly, we take various aspects of the church's corporate, communal, public, liturgical life, and we break it open. Uh, we talk about the various rites. We talk about the sacraments. We talk about the seasons. Yeah, I mean, pretty much anything. Saints and the rituals. Uh, we've talked a lot about uh, Lent and baptism and Easter over the last few years, especially during the pandemic, the ways that you can pray at home yeah. um, and, and how the liturgy impacts that. So lots of great uh, things that we continue to break open. And this week's show, this month's show, we're going to focus on late ordinary time and some of the most loved, I think the most loved feast days that we have, All Saints Day, All Souls Day, the Dia de, 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 de los Muertos, uh, Christ the King, which finishes out the liturgical year. It, in, in some ways, in some ways, the, the liturgical year is kind of ramping up at this point. I mean, we've gone through the, right, the, the, the high seasons of, of Advent and Christmas and Lent and Triduum and Easter. We've just spent, uh, in the final weeks of the longest liturgical season we have, uh, what's commonly known as summer and autumn ordinary time, uh, but it's the second uh, piece of ordinary time, six months long, and yep. uh, uh, you know the, the first part of of ordinary time is is between Christmas and Lent. But um, it, it's it's really these last couple of weeks where the 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 liturgy and the readings and the texts they really start to shift. Uh, they they really start to focus in particular on some ideas that not a lot of people are comfortable with. Oh gosh, that's so true. A lot of people are not uh, comfortable. Yeah, what, what these last few weeks break open as we move to Christ the King and even that, that week following, that last week of ordinary time, really draw us into and invite us to consider the end times. Yeah. And what I love about that is, and like you said, Todd, people don't necessarily like to talk about the end times or what, what death ultimately means, but 
think about this in the sense like all through the summer, actually through all of ordinary time, but especially uh, the scriptures that we hear through the summer, we're talking about discipleship, our work, uh, the things that, that... The mission of the church. The mission of the church. And here we come to um, these, these last few weeks, and it, it begins to make sense. The puzzle begins to be put together. Like, w- the mission is ultimately about the kingdom of God. It isn't about my goodness or somebody... Like, it's about how do we make present the very uh, person of God in the world um, and what that means for salvation, not just myself, but for the whole world. The salvation, the salvation of the world. The um, maybe, maybe just for the listeners to kind of set the context in this way. Remember that the the documents that address the liturgical year, and they're quoted in the general instruction. Uh, the Constitution on the Sacred Liturgy mentioned talks about the the liturgical year this way. That that. It's over the course of the liturgical year that the whole mystery of yeah. Christ is celebrated. That's that's the the wording that's used in the documents. That that over the course of the year, we celebrate and memorialize and remember and uh, participate in various aspects of the Paschal mystery of Christ. Yeah, the whole mystery of Christ, life, death. Ascension into heaven, life, death, resurrection, ascension into heaven, sending of the Spirit, promised return at the end of time. Exactly. And as as and so it's over the course of the year that 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 gets celebrated. It's not like the liturgical year is a a a, a play, right, or a dramatization of Jesus's life on earth. It's not. Yeah, that's a great uh, point to make. It it, it isn't something. Huh, I'm trying to think of the word I want to use, but. I, I like that. It's not just something we watch from afar or that's being reenacted, but we are actually living that. And we've talked a lot about yes. that yep. in, in just the physicality of the way we pray, the rising and the setting of the sun, us getting out of like the physicality of how we embody this idea of dying and rising, but the, the concrete things in our life we have to die to in order to come closer uh, to the life of God, uh, to be in God's life in that sense. And, the year as the as the liturgy unfolds over the course of these seasons and and through the readings and the ritual we grow into that life like that's our practice of growing into that life and hopefully also the mission like going out and living that mission ideally ideally each liturgical year right takes us deeper and deeper yeah. and deeper into the paschal mystery of christ and and uh, e- even the 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 motion i'm making with my hand right now to timothy is like a a corkscrew right uh, that that's going down so we, with each turn yeah. of a liturgical year each new year the idea is we should be as believers as baptized members of the body of christ we should be taken deeper and deeper and deeper into the the mystery the paschal mystery of christ yeah because our lives are constantly changing and so i mean yeah we we've heard you know the let's use the christmas story even uh, we've heard that year after year you know i've heard it since i was very little right and every time we break open whether it be that story or any scripture reading um anytime we're at the mass it's a new experience in the sense that I come as a, as a different person with whatever is going on in my life, the, the need for conversion yep. in my life, yep. um, the places of healing, the places of hope and joy, all of that. And yeah, so we keep deepening that relationship as, as we go. We're never the same 
at any point in the liturgical year as we were last year. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, think of it, we're never the same this coming Advent as we were last Advent because God has been active in my life since then. I'm not the same this late ordinary time period as I was last year at this time. God has been active in my life and, and, and I'm different. And that, and that is a, a good point to bring up is that in our life, uh, whether, well, we do this individually, but we also do it in community, is we also have to do that examination, if you will, like looking back. So, because I, you're right, yes. I may come to this point every year and still not recognize I am different because God has been active in my life. So we have to pause. We have to take time to step back and, and be in God's presence, to dialogue, to pray, to come to understand how God has been working in my life and, and name that. Where, where God has been present, where yeah. God has been active, right? In, and in, in not just in my life, but in the life of those around me, in the world, yeah. um, in, in you know, this city of Chicago. So, um, yeah, so, so this fall, this autumn ordinary time should be different than last year. Yeah. Uh, and not just in, in the, uh, uh, you know, in the face of a pandemic, but much deeper than that. Yeah. We're going to pick it up when we come back, talking about late ordinary time, the great feasts of All Saints, All Souls. Stay with us. We'll be back after these messages. Many people have reached out to Catholic Charities to ask what we are doing to help our Afghan brothers and sisters. They also ask how they can join us in our work. Current estimates suggest that 50,000 refugees are headed to our shores in the coming weeks. Based on a decade of experience in refugee resettlement, we predict that it will cost $50,000 to resettle a family of four for six months. This includes housing, food, clothing, and other urgent needs as they establish new lives in Chicago. As Jesus tells us, whatsoever you do for the least of my people, that you do unto me. Please assist us as we welcome the first 10 families. Visit catholiccharities.net to donate to our special refugee resettlement appeal or call 312-948-6087. I am a seminarian. The church needs compassionate and well-trained priests to help guide each of us through life. What inspires me, what draws me always to the priesthood is continue to see priests be a beacon of hope for other people. You can play a part in the education of these young men as they prepare for a life of service to others. I want to be that beacon of hope too, and it, it sets my heart on fire. To support our seminarians, make your gift at archchicago.org slash seminarianfund or call 312-534-7959. 
Do you have an old bicycle that's not being used? Consider donating it to Catholic Charities Veterans Bike Project of Lake County. Skilled volunteers are refurbishing bicycles to make them safe and ready to be used by veterans to get to and from their new places of work. We also gratefully accept financial contributions that are used to purchase bike helmets and other safety accessories. Our veterans have faithfully served the United States and now it is our privilege to serve them. For more information on the Veterans Bike Project of Lake County, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. Welcome back to Focus on the Liturgy here at Catholic Chicago on 7.50 a.m. I'm Todd Williamson. And I'm Timothy Johnston. We are talking this month about the end of the liturgical year, late ordinary time, uh, the, the, the upcoming great feasts of all saints, all souls, Christ the King uh, later in November. It, it, this, Timothy, this time of the liturgical year does have, it does have a, a, a certain character, a certain tone about it, a certain, a certain tenor about it. Yeah, as, as we come to these final weeks, as, and we mentioned this a little bit in the first uh, part, uh, is, is the readings, you're growing to notice a shift yeah. um, in the tone of the readings and in the message of the reading. There's much more, in a sense, there, there's an urgency about that. Yes, there is definitely an urgency. And, and what it's trying to, I think what the, the compilers of the lectionary and certainly what the scriptures are doing is trying to really draw us in to the, uh, which again, we said we, people don't like to talk about the end times. Yeah. And, and, and it isn't to scare us into believing or anything like that, but it, it's to reveal the goodness of, of what life, a life of faith promises us ultimately so we hear from the prophet daniel as, as you were saying yeah. in the break like it, it is trying to help us break open what what does the new creation look like at the final day what what, what uh, that's <laughs> most people think the last judgment right 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 when 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 we come to this point of the liturgical year i love what you just said i love i love it's the new creation as as opposed to definitely the 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 last judgment the final judgment is part of that right i mean remember right. this the liturgical year at at every point focuses on some aspect of the the paschal mystery of christ and um and as the year winds down it's that last part the promised return of christ in glory yes the final yeah. days the last judgment is part of that uh, and you you think, uh, for example, of the the Vatican and and that 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 mural, beautiful mural of the huge mural of the the Last Judgment, and yeah. it's um, it, it's it's frightening. I mean, the the characters in that painting, the skeletal and 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 dead Adam and Eve are there. Um, it, it's uh, 
Yeah. It's, it's definitely an aspect, but it's not the only aspect of the promised return of Christ and glory at the end of time. Yeah, since you, you brought that up, if you are in Chicago and listening to the St. Mary of the Lake, actually, it's, it's not as big or beautiful of, of what's in, in the Vatican, but there is an image um, above the altar uh, that is supposed to be partly Last Judgment. You have to put all the art pieces in the church together to get what the artist was doing. Uh-huh. Um, but it, it's worth a visit if you want to make a pilgrimage uh, during these last few days uh, or last few weeks of the, of the church year and, and reflect on that. What a great idea. Yeah. St. Mary of the Lake, that's uh, Timothy uh, does minister there in, in music ministry. So, uh, yeah, what a great idea to, pil- to make a pilgrimage to the churches in the archdiocese or if you're listening from Joliet or Gary. Yeah. Um, in, in your diocese that have artwork depicting where we are in the liturgical yeah. year right now. It's, it's, it's the, uh, technically, and, and I did love this area of study, it's, it's called eschatology, right? The, the study of the end times, yeah. the study of the last days. Uh, and, and I don't know about you, but I love my eschatology classes. <laughs> Because it's all about it's all about what what the this final movement in the Paschal mystery of Christ is all about, it, right? And, and it, it 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 goes back to if we look at even what we talk about when we talk about baptism, like that eighth day, you know, the idea of being born into eternal life, into the life of God. That's fully, fully right. Like that. So there obviously isn't eight. There are not eight days in the week, but we talk about that eighth day, and that is the day of the new creation. That's the day of that last judgment, that's the day that, that Christ comes in his glory and all things are made new. Yeah. And, and, and that's what we celebrate in the liturgy when we sing out the Holy Holy, when we all, every single time we gather, we're, we're, we're commemorating, we're celebrating, we're part of that ongoing mystery. Yep. And Brian just put up the, the image of the, oh, yeah. the last judgment. So, and, and because you, you, you can't deny that that's part of it, right? Right. We will go before the king, and the king will separate the sheep from the goats, yep. and yep. and 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 the 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 seed from the chaff, and all of those images that we're starting to hear now yep. in in the scriptures. So yes, that is definitely part of it, but that's not but that's not the only aspect of the end times of eschatology, like you started to talk about, Timothy. It's and and others that we've had on the show. I I, I think of I think of uh, our friend Danielle, who loved yeah. that idea of the recapitulation of all of creation. Right? right. It's it's the idea that when Christ returns at the end of time, yes, there is the final judgment, but there is also the final fulfillment of every promise the father has made since the beginning of time yeah. it's the restoration we believe it will be the restoration of eden we we believe it will be the the complete the complete um fullness of the kingdom of god well as you say that i just and maybe this isn't connected but i i do think it, it leads us a little bit into this so on the 33rd sunday the first reading begins in those days i daniel so we're, we're here from the prophet daniel at that time, there shall arise Michael, the great prince, guardian of your people. It shall be a time unsurpassed in distress since nations began until that time. At that time, your people shall escape, everyone who is found written in the book. 
which we hear again in Revelation, um, it, but that's a different right. uh, story. But what I w- want to get at is, I love this image, at that time there shall arise Michael. And this fulfillment is like, I don't even know how to, like, perfection's all I can think of is the word. Like, yeah. There, there isn't, like, sin is wiped out. Like, everything is, is renewed to its original uh, beauty and dignity. Let's pick it up there when we come back from these breaks. We're talking about where we are in the liturgical year right now, the last days, the looking forward to the return of Christ in glory at the end of time. We'll be right back. Ancestry and genealogy are more important every day. People all over the world are wanting to learn more about their family heritage for personal and for health reasons. At Catholic Charities, we are hearing from adults who lived for a brief time at St. Vincent's Orphanage, the wonderful life-affirming agency that operated out of our headquarters for 91 years, serving thousands of women, children, and families until it closed in 1972. Our post-adoption services help adults who want to learn more about their experience at St. Vincent's. Our compassionate staff members provide whatever family background information they can offer, along with support and reunion services. To learn more, call 312-655-7093. That's 312-655-7093. The spirit of St. Vincent's lives on in the inspiring stories that continue to emerge today. Welcome back. Es fabuloso verlos. Dobrze jest znowu być razem. It's good to be together again. After so many months apart, pandemic capacity limits have been lifted, and we want to welcome everyone back to church. We can all pray together again. And listen as our choirs lift their voices in song. We've been together in spirit. And now when you are ready, our doors are open wide. Nuestras puertas están abiertas de par en par. Nasze drzwi są otwarte. And we're here to welcome you back to Catholic Mass. Throughout the COVID-19 pandemic, Catholic Charities has continued to respond to the needs of people who come to us for assistance. More than 850,000 meals and food parcels have been offered to those who are struggling with food insecurity. Over 108,000 homelessness prevention hotline calls have been answered, 
Over 22,000 people have received mental health services and $2 million in financial assistance has been provided to keep people housed. If you or someone you know needs assistance, email us at gethelp at catholiccharities.net. That's gethelp at catholiccharities.net. Or call 312-655-7700. That's 312-655-7700. Before, during, and after COVID-19, Catholic Charities is here for you. Welcome back to Focus on the Liturgy. We are talking about the end of the world. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> We're talking about the last times. We're talking about the final judgment. We're talking about these where what we are reminded of in the liturgies of these last weeks of the liturgical year. We're in late autumn, uh, ordinary time. The, the we said in the first part of the show, uh, Timothy, you were talking about how the liturgy, the readings, the the prayers kind of shift in their focus. They uh, they focus the readings focus more on there's an urgency about them. This is this is the time of year in the in the different cycles where you hear things like there was a man who built a, a, a barn and he filled up that barn with his grain and and sat on it and he died that night. <laughs> you know the the laborers the, the the harvest is many but the laborers are few. You hear all these the the Dan the prophets that you uh, quoted Daniel, yep. in that last segment where there's this urgency and this pointing to the day of the Lord, the Lord's day. That's what the prophets, that's how the prophets talked about it. Uh, we, we talk about it as Christ's return. Uh, in, in, in theological studies, we call it eschatology, the end study of the end times. And I, I think it's worth a, a uh, I think it's worth just some some discussion on a Catholic understanding of that, the end times. It's it it it, it is unique, I think, f- um, among many Christians. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And uh, as you said earlier, uh, my little caveat is I was not fortunate enough to have a class specifically on eschatology, and I'm jealous because <laughs> I always wanted one. Um, in, but it, but there is a unique understanding in, and I think as we look at the scriptures, it helps unfold that for us a little bit. Like we're we're not believers of the rapture, we're you know just going to be taken up. But what these readings are inviting us is part of, and we even profess this in the creed. You know, yes. if we think about this every yes. Sunday. I look forward to the resurrection of the body yeah. and life everlasting. Like what we're being asked to do is in this life, is the work and the preparation for. Like, it, it, are you ready for that time? And I know that uh, that's probably not the best way to say that. It, it, it's not not that I need to do the work to be saved. Like, that's not uh, that that's not kind of the the particular theology. But that we participate in this um, ongoing ministry of Christ because of our baptism and the daily living that we have. And like the story you just shared of the guy who had the wheat and sat on it and died, he wasn't really prepared using what he had for the good of the world and uh, I mean in that example but how what is it am I ready tomorrow today in a few weeks 
has my life been a witness uh, to the resurrection of Jesus Christ? To the building of the kingdom, to the, to the yeah. power, the gifts of the Spirit, to all of that, yeah. Because that's, that, I mean, and, and that's what the judgment is going to, to be. I mean, I think that's what we think. Like, I mean, we don't know exactly how God is going to unfold that, but we know <laughs> what Scripture says. We know what our tradition says. Right. But it, it, it's going to look at how have you built up the kingdom of God. It, it, the best is, uh, we, uh, one of us already made reference to it, and, it's, and I don't think it's this year, where the parable of the goats and the sheep. Yeah, yeah. What will we be judged on? Did you feed the hungry? Did you give the thirsty a drink? Did you visit those imprisoned? Did you, you know, did, did you, did you care for the poor? That's, that's the last judgment. Um, and, and, and we will need to give an account of that. So yeah, that's what, that's what scripture talks about. That's what, that's what, uh, that's what, uh, uh, our tradition says. It is, it is the, the, the Vatican's, um, last judgment. Again, it's being shown on the, on the YouTube and the, uh, uh, Facebook, uh, feeds, but that's that's one aspect of it. You can't you can't forget it, but you can't let that be the only image. It's Christ returning to fulfill yeah. every promise the Father has made since the beginning of time to complete to bring to bring to what God intended from the beginning. Yeah, and, and, uh, I just wanted to add to that because I when I saw the image, I was thinking of this that. Uh, this this isn't you know this might happen in an instant like time in this case right right we don't know what this is going to look like you know in terms of of the timing or how this fulfillment takes place how the, the the separating of the sheep and the goat takes place and even in that image there's sort of everything's kind of together you know and, and we don't know how it's all unfolding exactly yeah. until you really you know study uh, the image in that in that particular case, and in the midst of all of this, w- in the midst of all of this focus that the liturgy is giving us at this time of the year, we have some very well loved feast days: All Saints, All Souls, uh, Christ the King. That's where we'll pick it up in the second half of our show. Stay with us; we'll be right back talking about late weeks of the liturgical year here on Focus on the Liturgy. in our kids now meeting or exceeding grade level. Come check us out. 
You may have never thought we were an option before. The Cemetery Ministry is a core ministry of our Catholic faith tied to the corporal works of mercy. It's comforting to know that our Catholic cemeteries are caring for the remains of our loved ones awaiting the resurrection. There are 44 Archdiocese of Chicago Catholic cemeteries willing to help you in your time of loss. Call 708-449-6100 or visit catholiccemeterychicago.org. Catholic Cemeteries, serving the Catholic community since 1837. You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Welcome back to the second half of Focus on the Liturgy. If you are just joining us, I am Todd Williamson from the Office for Divine Worship. And I'm Timothy Johnston from Liturgy Training Publications. Today we are talking about the uh, last weeks of the liturgical year, the shift in the liturgy that focuses more uh, on the um, last days, the final days, uh, the, the pointing us to the uh, return of, of Christ in glory. And Timothy, in the midst of, of this focus of the season, the church has placed a couple of great feast days, and that's a colloquialism. (laughs) Technically, uh, All Saints Day is a a solemnity. Um, All Souls Day is a commemoration, a different rank, Um, and then we have the solemnity of Christ the King later, but uh, so, but they are feasts, and they are great feasts for our church. And through, if if you look at them through the lens of what we've been talking about, the final days, the eschaton, mm-hmm. the re- the return of Christ, promised return of Christ and glory at the end of time, it gives it gives you a, 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 an understanding of 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 at least why these feast days are placed here. All Saints Day. I, uh, people, I love All Saints Day. Uh, it, is, it is the day when we remember, in particularly, all those who are not mentioned in the Roman calendar partic- on, on a particular mm-hmm. day, but even broader, all, all the saints. Yeah, all official and unofficially canonized yes. individuals who live in the kingdom of heaven at the banquet of the Lord. Um, and and uh, I, I, that, yeah, it's a great day, uh, you know, to, to really celebrate um, the named and unnamed, because there are many, many saints that we don't officially recognize, obviously, but we also maybe don't know their name from yeah. centuries past, from a week ago, possibly. We just, we don't know. And so we, yeah, it's a great day to celebrate. And again, the readings on this day, I, I, I love, I mean, the, the book of Revelation uh, has the, the first reading, and I love this, uh, in the middle of the paragraph, after this, I had a vision of a great multitude, which no one could count. Yep. From every nation, race, people, and tongue, they stood before the throne and before the Lamb, wearing ripe, white robes and holding palm branches in their hands. And palm, palms are the, uh, an image of martyrdom um, in, in Christian iconography. Right. But that, that they're gathered around the throne of the Lamb. And there's that famous, uh, famous um, von Eyck uh, image. Um, 
of, of the lamb on the altar with all the saints yes, sort of gathered yes. around it. I just thought of that. Um, and that's one of my favorite images for this day. It's, is, is, it's just a beautiful gathering as we come together and celebrate. It's the great heavenly liturgy, the great heavenly banquet, and the, yeah. op- the opening prayer, so the opening collect for All Saints Day. Almighty ever-living God, by whose gift we venerate in one celebration the merits of all the saints, bestow on us, we pray, through the prayers of so many intercessors. I love through the prayers of so many intercessors, an abundance of the reconciliation with you for which we earnestly long. Oh, I love that. Which for which we earnestly yes. long. And and that's a great I, that's a great point of reflection for us in this time. Is is that something I truly earnestly long for? You know, the church is praying that on our behalf. Like we pray that together. But is it really what I'm longing for? Yeah. And then in the preface for All Saints Day, it, 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 it mirrors the reading from Revelation you just talked about. Uh, for today, by your gift, we celebrate the festival of your city, the heavenly Jerusalem, our mother, where the great array of our brothers and sisters already gives you eternal praise. The images that yeah. that are being, uh, that we have connected to this, I, I love these, the, just... The, the, the array of saints in this circle around, right? Yeah, it is fantastic. That's, that's, that's what we celebrate. And so, again, again, that points us to, and even those prayers, mm-hmm. right? The preface, talking about, and the reading, talking about the heavenly liturgy, talking about, that's, when it is established, that's what the kingdom of God will be for all eternity. Right. The, the image of the image of all that, you know, God willing, I will be in that midst. <laughs> I mean, that God, that's my prayer. Right. Uh, right. For all of us. Uh, but to, to be in uh, in that great throng. Circling the banquet yeah. uh, table of the lamb uh, and forever singing. Holy, holy, holy. holy right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly right. And what we I mean, I was, as you were saying that I was thinking the. And we've said this on the show, or I've said this show on the show before, is at our liturgy, Sunday liturgy, we insert ourselves into that heavenly liturgy. Like it, we are part. We of intersect, that, right? Mm-hmm. But it's also a, a rehearsal in a sense. Like it's both and. Yeah. It is the real thing, right? But it's also the rehearsal for the time when we finally are in the very presence of God in the city of Jerusalem. Yeah, it, it, it's it's funny. So. For example, Mark's gospel, right, that, that, that begins, what are the first words of Christ in Mark's gospel? Oh gosh. Uh, the kingdom of God is at hand. Oh. Repent. The kingdom of God is at hand. So it's here, like you just said. It's yeah. real. It's here. Christ, Christ has already brought the right. kingdom. It is not complete. Exactly. It will be complete when he returns in glory. And... That return will be that image, again another image that that that, that we're using, the, again this this collection of all the saints, and as I said, God willing, uh, we we you and I will be there, <laughs> and, and and others for whom we pray uh, every day. Well, and just on a practical note too, these kinds of images, like so, look in your church. I mean, this is one of the reasons why we do have paintings of saints and statues, iconography, and iconography. yeah is to remind us that when we celebrate the Eucharist, when we're there in prayer, we are not alone. We belong to a communion um, of heaven and earth, yeah. and, and we, we're one family. And during the liturgy, we are united. 
And exactly, we we celebrate in, together. Yep, in in every every liturgy, we are united with heaven in that eternal thanks and praise, that yeah. hymn that is being sung through all the halls of heaven. Yeah, we're going to pick it up there when we come back from this break. We're talking about all saints, all souls, the end days. <laughs> Catholic Charities Veterans Employment Services help veterans find and maintain employment through job readiness training, resume writing assistance, mock interviews, and job placement counseling. We work with a wide array of employers and community partners to help veterans reach their career goals. We owe a debt of gratitude to all of our veterans for the sacrifices they made to serve our nation. It is our privilege now to assist them. To learn more about Catholic Charities Veterans Employment Program in Cook County, call 773-808-2954. In Lake County, call 847-782-4219. You can also learn more at catholiccharities.net. To all United States veterans, thank you for your service. We are at the Most Blessed Trinity Parish Food Pantry in Waukegan. And here we uh, care for people in need. There was definitely an uptick in the needs for services. We doubled our volume after COVID hit. From servicing about 250 families a week to about 500 a week. We supply bread, tortillas, vegetables, milk, cheese, butter, uh, proteins, fish, chicken, eggs. Well, the annual Catholic Appeal has been a tremendous help to us, especially over the past year and a half. Without the annual Catholic Appeal, we might have to close our doors. Um, our parish is the largest one in the Archdiocese, but it's very poor. We think about food and we think about nourishment, but we also nourish the soul, provide that connection to humanity. The good works here are made possible through the annual Catholic Appeal. Make your gift at annualcatholicappeal.com. In recent weeks, many people have reached out to Catholic Charities to ask what we are doing to help our Afghan brothers and sisters. They also ask how they can join us in our work. Current estimates suggest that 50,000 refugees are headed to our shores in the coming weeks. Based on a decade of experience in refugee resettlement, we predict that it will cost $50,000 to resettle a family of four for six months. This includes housing, food, clothing, and other urgent needs as they establish new lives in Chicago. As Jesus tells us, whatsoever you do for the least of my people, that you do unto me. Please assist us 
as we welcome the first 10 families. Visit catholiccharities.net to donate to our special refugee resettlement appeal or call back to focus on the liturgy we are talking about the great feasts of all saints all souls here in the second half of our show and uh timothy uh, before that last break just the imagery of all saints day through the lens of where we are in the liturgical year where the liturgy is focusing on our our own mortality our own um I'll, we'll see that in just a moment uh, the end times, the the return of Christ in glory, uh, and and yes, we've said there is that last judgment. That's part of it, but it's by what will we be judged? We were talking about that earlier. Did you feed the hungry? Did yeah. you and the gospel on All Saints Day points yeah. that out. It's the great beatitudes that we hear in Matthew's gospel, and so uh, there's a very intentional connection in this time of the year, and why this gospel ends up being placed here. You know, this isn't just haphazardly they threw the lectionary together. There's a narrative that's trying to invite us into what we started the show with, that Paschal mystery of Christ. And so blessed are the poor in spirit, blessed are those who mourn. So again, how are we evaluating? How are we going about our life and and living that? And so the Beatitudes, I think, are a great way uh, to do an examination of conscience in, in a very positive sense is, how am I doing this? Because those that, like, or how am I being blessed by the ministry I'm doing and am I doing these kinds of things? Because doing those kinds of things will bring about the salvation of the world. Exactly. God will save yeah. the world through us doing those kinds of things. Yeah, and not just me, right? but us as the people of exactly. God, the church of you know St. John, the church of uh, Holy Wisdom or whatever. Like, It is all of us in this together. And then it gets a bit more personal 24 hours later. <laughs> we have the celebration of all saints, and the very next day, which will be next Tuesday, is the celebration of all the faithful departed. It's a commemoration. Uh, again, another loved day, I think, uh, All Souls Day. Yeah, All Souls Day is is the day that we, and this is one of our, our works of mercy, that we are charged to pray for the dead. And the whole month yes. of November, um, just to get that out of the way before we dive into this, is uh, the month of the dead where we pray for the souls of the faithful departed. And what we, what we do on this beautiful commemoration is we, we pray for all of those who have died who um, aren't yet at the banquet of the Lord. They are being purified. Um, and that's most likely going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <yep. laughs> I'm going to be and, there. And me as well. <laughs> for a while. And so... It's it's those that are in in purgation, if you will, that that, that refiner's fire being uh, cleansed with the fire of God's love. I love that image, and I used to talk to my students about that. Um, and we keep and we hold them. Again, we may not know their names, um, but we and it's not the same sense of indulgences like back in the day. It's not that kind of thing. But we do pray um, for them to uh, 
uh, it's always hard to talk about this without to enter to enter to the enter, beatific vision to enter yeah. completely completely yeah. uh, in into the presence of God and we we hear that so one of the options for uh, the opening collect on on All Souls Day praise listen kindly to our prayers O Lord and as our faith in your Son raised from the dead is deepened so may our hope of resurrection for your departed servants also find new strength. Right. So there's yeah. that there's there's that hope for all of us to participate in the completion of God's intention from the beginning of time. Yeah. Our participation in the completion of the kingdom of God, the heavenly banquet, the heavenly Jerusalem that we heard about yesterday on All Souls Day or, or on All, All Saints Day. If you're looking if you next Tuesday. Yeah. It, it, well, it, it, just because you shared that um, one of the psalm responses um, that because there are lots of options lots on this day for, yep. for readings, but one of the options for the refrain for the psalm is, I believe that I shall see the good things of the Lord in the land of the living. Psalm 27. So keeping in mind that that that's the hope, the yeah. hope of the final resurrection, the hope of that final day. Um, and that, yeah, we, we pray that that is achievable or the grace to, to enter into the heavenly kingdom. Many parishes on, on All Souls Day have a special mass. Um, the custom of uh, the Hispanic Latino uh, custom of uh, Dia de los Muertos, the Day of the Dead, is I find uh, ter- it, it can be terribly moving um, in in this culture where uh, there are ofrendas, altars that are mm-hmm. set up, images and favorite foods of those who have gone before us are are uh, placed out among candles and, and other mementos. It is such a deliberate intentional remembering of those who have gone before us. Yeah, it, it, like you said, it's a beautiful uh, celebration to remember those who have died and, and to hold them and to keep them in memory and hold them in prayer. I mean, at, at my parish, actually, they've already started to, to build the, the altar. And on Sunday, this, this past Sunday, um, someone had already placed an image with a, a half glass of wine. Oh my gosh! Um, and and it was just beautiful to to consider the story. And I don't know the story what what's there, but I could probably guess like the the See? maybe a husband and wife yeah. shared a glass of wine together every night at dinner or whatever it might be. But holding holding those uh, individuals, uh, our family members, in prayer, and that's one way that that the cultures can uh, the the Hispanic culture has done that but has also invited all of us in, in the United States, specifically in, um, around the world, I'm sure, but to also... To enter into ent- All Souls Day. Yeah, to yeah. enter into it. We'll be back after this final break. We're going to complete our discussion on the end of the liturgical year and these great feasts that mark it. Charities in Lake County provides a comprehensive range of social services supporting individuals, families, and older adults. These include crisis assistance, shelter, clothing, family support, counseling, legal assistance, primary health care, and specialized services for seniors and veterans. 
grab-and-go meals, and food pantries. Help those who are experiencing food insecurity. Plus, we have a diaper depot to support low-income families and their infants. If we can assist you or someone you know, please call Catholic Charities of Lake County at 847-782-4000. That's 847-782-4000. Welcome back to our final segment here on Focus on the Liturgy. We have been talking about the end of the liturgical year, which points us in our liturgies to the end of days, the end of time, the return, promised return of Christ in glory, which, yes, will bring about judgment, but will also bring about the fullness of the kingdom, where John says in his letter, there will be no more suffering, there will be no more illness, there will be no more yeah. death, there will be no more tears on all my holy mountain. That's a Catholic understanding of the end of time. It's not the rapture, it's not, it's not the, you know, the, the big explosion, it, it, is, it is the completion of what God intended from the beginning and what Christ came to bring. We see that when we celebrate all saints, we see this personal part of it when we celebrate all souls mm -hmm. and our mortality is brought up where we remember the dead and um, where we we pray for them and 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 the, our relationship with them continues because mm -hmm. if we believe what we say we believe right Timothy right then on that final day God willing we will be reunited with them so as right. the funeral rites say our relationship with them does not end it only changes. The relationship yeah. still continues, uh, and God willing, when we participate in the Eucharist on the Lord's Day with the body of Christ gathered, we are celebrating with them at that moment uh, because we yeah. pray We pray that they are in the heavenly liturgy at, at that same time. All of this culminates. <laughs> All of this culminates on the very last Sunday of the year. Yeah, the solemnity of our Lord Jesus Christ, the King which is actually one of my favorite days. Yes. Christ the King, it's called, uh, most known as is the last Sunday. It's the 21st of November uh, this year. Um, it, and and, and it, it, it celebrates everything we've been talking about this hour. Yeah, and I, I, I'm just, if we have time, I'm going to read real quickly the, the first reading from Daniel because I think it summarizes very beautifully everything. It, so the reading says, As the vision during the night continued, I saw one like a son of man coming on the cloud of the clouds of heaven when he reached the ancient one and he was presented before him the one like the son of man received dominion glory and kingship all peoples nations and language serve him his dominion is an everlasting dominion that's an important piece that shall not be taken away his kingship shall not be destroyed and that's every the opening prayer for this day echoes all of that almighty ever-living god whose will is to restore all things in your beloved son the king of the universe grant we pray that the whole creation set free from slavery yeah. may render your majesty service and ceaselessly proclaim your praise that's what we'll be doing that's that yeah. at the end at the end of time when the kingdom is complete 
that's what we'll be doing for all eternity. Gathered with all the saints and all the faithful departed. All the faithful departed. Faithful, the key word. The fa- yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> and, and, yeah, like this this day. Uh, well, my favorite song is Jesus Christ uh, uh, to Jesus Christ, our sovereign yep. King. I love that particular song because there is something about the praise and the honor that we give on this day for this dominion and this everlasting dominion of God's peaceful reign when that time comes. That's Um, what the whole liturgical year leads us to. That's what it's focused on. And it's interesting. Pay attention. You will talk about it in next month's show. Next month's show, I'm sure. The beginning of Advent, the readings and the prayer texts are exactly the same as they are right now. The the liturgical where the liturgical year ends, it picks up immediately at that same spot in the next liturgical year, the next Advent. So you know, pay attention to that. Speaking of next month's show, Timothy, that you will no longer be in Chicago for that show. I've, Timothy is making a move uh, physically, um, professionally, and um, and it, it's going to be a great chapter. Tell us about it. Yeah. So thank you, Todd. I it's been a great to be part of the show, and and we'll see how that continues um, as I move forward. But yeah, I'll be moving to the Washington D.C. area where I will uh, be in uh, the similar role that Todd has here as the director of the Office of Worship for the Archdiocese of Washington. So I'll be working with Cardinal uh, Wilton Gregory out there. Our who, own, yep, our own. A native of Chicago. And, um, and and he always talks dearly about Chicago still, so uh, it is still home for him. And, and, and the, the connection will continue. You and I will be, uh, we'll, work, uh, we'll continue to work together as, sure. as, as directors of, of uh, worship offices in our our respective archdioceses. You'll be in the archdiocese of Washington. Yep. Uh, you move this week. Yeah, on this this coming week. Um, it, oh, it's goodness. very fast. Um, but I start my new position on November eighth. So uh, yeah, uh, I ask for your prayers as I go forward to this new chapter. And uh, as yeah, it'll be a good and exciting adventure. Uh, I've been saying the Holy Spirit. You never know what what she's going to do. <laughs> the people of uh, the archdiocese of Washington D.C. are very lucky. Uh, you will do good things there. Your love for the liturgy, Timothy, your love for um, the liturgical year uh, is, is, is just uh, a joy. Uh, I don't know if we want to say this publicly, but most every month, our outline for the show is really scarce. <laughs> it's just got main bullet points, and uh, the, the, the trust is that um, Timothy and I will fill the time because we love the liturgy so much. And it's, it's been great to be able on a regular basis to spend an hour talking with you about it. Yes. And I, hopefully the listeners have gotten something out of our <laughs> geeky conversations. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. No, it is, it's been a great blessing and what a great ministry for the Archdiocese that will continue. Yep. And he will be back with us next month via Teams. And so we look forward to being with you then, third Wednesday of the month. Until then, fourth Wednesday, pardon me. Fourth Wednesday, yeah. God bless everyone. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website archchicago.org and clicking on radio tv and please connect with catholic chicago on social media